Hey, I'm Molly. Hey, I'm Matt. I used to run an event planning business in Saskatoon, but moved away a year and a half ago, and I miss creating, especially with Matt. I own MJ & Co., an internationally award-winning photography company, and I did not move away, but I miss Molly too. We are making this podcast because we miss creating together. We'll talk about owning a business, giving it up, family life, friends, and everything in between. This episode, we are talking about how to make yourself famous. Should you? We'll find out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was smooth, Matt. That was a great intro. Well done. It's that was like an we're easy, you're easy you're like five out of ten. Yeah, easy. Um, okay, so we're talking about how and if you should make yourself famous in your business. Um, you know, it's a a marketing, it's a good marketing uh, approach. And um, so I know you have a lot of opinions on this. We see a lot of small businesses really, um, you know, making making it big, and then therefore their business is big. But uh, so take it away, Matt. Well, yeah, it's, it's, I have lots of thoughts. How much work do you get? That's like out of all your work, how much of it was referral? Like 90%. Now think about that. That's like a a huge amount of work. Now Mm -hmm. you can market your butt off to try and get more and Mm -hmm. it will work. Mm-hmm. But those referrals are easier clients to serve because mm. they have a connection to you and mm-hmm. they have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Well, I always a tr- felt a trust. a trust. Yeah, exactly. I always felt like if, if somebody referred was referred to me, they're pretty much or almost already sold because their friend used me and they wanted the experience that their friend has been gushing about, right? And so they're pretty much going to pay and they kind of are already knowing what I cost. And so it's pretty much a shoe in. <laughs> now, here's my thought on that. They don't actually know of your company. They know of the person of contact. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you help their friend. They're coming to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. This could be good and bad. I think it's good. So they know Molly. Or for me, it's like they know Matt. Like we have the brand MJ and Co. And like... Um, our clients will say that, but often they'll just say Matt Ramage. Like they'll just say, oh, Matt mm-hmm. Ramage did that for me. They won't mm-hmm. mention my brand. And that's because in business, like people still hire people. And there's a way to market where you make yourself famous, which plays on the whole benefit you get with referrals, uh, like a personal connection. And that's mm-hmm. where I think like, you know, the future of marketing, I mean, and this is already happening. I'm not like, this isn't a new idea. It's just like, this is where things are going. You need to present yourself as a public figure and in the market. Cause you know, Oh, book us for your bathroom reno. We have a giveaway. And like, it doesn't, no one cares. Like, or whatever, whatever it is. It's like those, those, that advertising is so old school Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. ineffective. You really have to get yourself out there. And the the reason you have to do it is because we live in a world that we are so connected. We have things like Instagram and Facebook and, and you can target ads. So, so well, mm-hmm. your competitors are already or Like if they're not already, they're going to do this if you don't. 
and they're getting themselves in front of the right people and connecting. And this isn't a game. Marketing is now just a game of connecting with people, real Mm -hmm. people connecting with real people. And I would argue that's always been like that. But in the case of uh, marketing now and going forward, like it matters more than ever. And that's where I think like um, becoming a personal brand or a public figure for your business. And I think it's like the CEO should probably be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they need to, I think like if, if, if you want to do really well, make money, get better clients, like basically have the, like if you want your problem to be like, you just can't do that much work, that's a good place mm-hmm. to be in. Mm-hmm. And I think to get there, you need to um, rely on like a personal brand. And I don't care how big the company is. Like I still think it needs that person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the question of, do you want to be famous? Yeah. Like, you know, and if you, if you like shy away from the camera when you think of it, because like some people, it makes them want to throw up hearing their yeah. voice or being in front of a camera. It's like, you need to get over that. Really? Um, you think they like somebody else can't do it for them? They just need to get over that? Well, let's, because we're making this comparison to like referral marketing, you know, it's hard to have someone else be in there when it should be you. So how do you grow? How do you expand? How do you scale your business? If, um, if you're a CEO, like if you can't be everywhere at once, right? How can you? I I think it's part of your messaging. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, for you being a wedding planner, they didn't care if you tied every chair cover Mm -hmm. yourself, did they? No. So there's, I think there's ways you can. But I had to have a touch. I had to have a touch of every, in every wedding and every event. I think you can grow to get away from that. Like I think, and I think it's in the messaging you have, like instead of I'm going to do this for you, it's like my team, man, my team's going to do this for you. Oh, I'm so proud of my team. And then like, Mm -hmm. and if you grow the right team, yeah, your team should actually be better than you at a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And And that's what I would tell. That's what I would tell clients when they wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be there, let's say on event day is that I, I train my, my staff and my team to do everything the way I do it or better. Well, there's this funny thing with small businesses. Like when you hire people, it feels good to be like a safe, like this is a managing thing. It's nice to be like people savior, like you're, you can Mm -hmm. always help them in a bind and like you're important. But like the truth is like that's bad in a business. You need mm-hmm. to have a team that's like better than you at stuff. And mm-hmm. it'd be true to you as the owner. Like it has to be true that they're like extremely skilled so mm-hmm. that when you communicate that it's true. And when you talk to people, oh my gosh, like my one video editor, I'm so pumped we got him. I can't believe he's working mm-hmm. for me or she's working mm-hmm. for me or my video, my mm-hmm. photo editor or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And when you can talk like that and it's true, I think that's where, you know, you're still connecting to people with a real story and your team is the thing that services their, their need, the need. Oh, but, yeah. you, but they're still, con- yeah. they're still connecting to you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, like I, I, re- you know, when I had my business, I <clears throat> wrote for the, our collective muse blog just to get myself out there, just to be, <clears throat> excuse me, like the the face of my business out into a new market that I didn't, wasn't in. Right. Um, same with, you know, I know you were talking about you sponsor that marketing conference every year and this year you're going to, 
you're going to still sponsor it, but you're going to say, you know, I need to speak on stage um, to get yourself out there, right? And to be the face of your company. Yeah. That's really important. So like there's a big shift I've learned is um, be the person to speak at events, like be the Mm -hmm. person on stage Mm -hmm. instead of being the person in the audience, like every attempt you can have where you can be the person on stage, take it and ask for it. And, you know, and I was like in in the past, it was like, oh, I'll sponsor a thing and get my logo on the PowerPoint slide. And I've learned that like the benefit was I was there seeing people like I was physically there, but man, if you were just a service company and like you did something and all you got was a logo on, or maybe it's a business card on a table. I think that's a mm-hmm. missed opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. Um, I wrote on the show notes, um, a little thing about Apple. So I actually mm-hmm. got a book years ago. It was how to present like Steve jobs. Now he's obviously passed away, but he, he was like, he kind of started the whole revolution of like an event. Like, I don't know if you ever did this when they have their keynotes, did you ever watch them live? I know your brand's pretty watch into Apple. You're from oh, Apple. Watch those. Oh yes, believe me, we have to watch them live. <laughs> they take over our house when the Apple new whatever comes out. Jeep. We have to. Yeah, it's definitely happening. Like they've set the precedent, and even after Steve Jobs has, has left, like they've kept going with that. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I bought this book on how he presents, and like some of the things he did were just they were so simple and so effective, but you know, they have an event, he's up there with, he's showing their new thing as a CEO of a company, you know, you'd think like, you know, you, you just hire someone to do that. No, Steve Jobs is up there. Not only is he up there, he's, he's having his team, you know, Johnny Ive, he's, he's retired now from Apple, but he was a, he's their big designer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He would go show something. They have their investors or their VPs. They have, um, and they even share the stage with like their, partners like you know if they have a new phone that's really good at video games they have mm-hmm. a partner come on stage um you know from ea games or whoever it is or someone from whatever but they share the stage they bring people on they show it they make demos and they put on a show and mm-hmm. people tune in live like i'm at the 220 and mm-hmm. um when those events go on like people Right after it's done, people are at the coffee machine yeah. like, talking about <laughs> talking it. Talking about it. <laughs> oh, you see that new MacBook? What do you think? Oh, I oh, missed the got, 220. <laughs> they got rid of all the USB ports. It's like, oh, that's so dumb. You know? But anyway, mm-hmm. they put on the show and they have people connecting. And now, like, I think you could take a lesson from that because... Because mm-hmm. they didn't um, have to do that, right? They didn't have to do that. Microsoft doesn't mm-hmm. do that. Microsoft mm-hmm. doesn't have the same company as Apple. Apple's like the mm-hmm. richest company in the world right now. Um. And it used to be Microsoft and Microsoft's peak valuations, nothing compared to Apple right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've, they've made it normal. And like, you see other brands doing it now, like Nintendo does like video game companies like Nintendo do their own, they call them directs, um, mm-hmm. their own little marketing videos. And the same thing happens now for that in that world. Like they put it online, they, they say when it's going to go live and then people have their reaction videos to it. And all I think I'm saying with all is, of, oh, sorry, no, finish uh, off. Yeah. I was just going to say, all I'm saying, like in all these companies, it's the CEO coming on or and their VPs. Mm-hmm. And even in smaller companies, it's like main people on their teams. They're coming, they're in content. They're in front of the customers proudly presenting mm-hmm. what they do and how excited they are. 
And, uh, you know, I think that is the best way you can market, you know, like. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you are the CEO of your company or your, you know, whatever you call yourself, um, and that doesn't come naturally to you, I think you need to look at your business zoom out and think, okay, what are the, what are the high touch points where I'm just going to put my energy into, or what are the things I can give up that I, you know, then can put my energy into being the face of the company? Because I think it is really important. And I think a lot of people run their business and do the easy work, the stuff that they're good at, and it comes easy to them. And, but if you do want to grow and scale and, and make a difference, um, and like make a step change in whatever you're doing, I think doing some of these things might, might work. And, you know, the last episode we did, we were talking, or maybe two episodes ago, we were talking about, um, TikTok. And I actually think like TikTok is going to make people famous and go viral. And I think, you know, it was all about Instagram, but now I think it's all about TikTok. Um, I know that you're a veteran TikToker, Matt, what do you, what do you think about that? I think, you know, I, I view everything as a platform, mm-hmm. like YouTube's a platform, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Websites are your own platform. Your email list is your own platform. And mm-hmm. I think engaging with people it, wherever they're at, like if your customers are all in one place, market mm-hmm. in that place. And mm-hmm. marketing like gets mixed up with like a slogan and like a campaign. Those aren't like those are part of marketing, but marketing is like being in the market. And that's Mm -hmm. where you, you do live events or like, you know, we've been vlogging for MJ and co. And, um, I should have put that in the show notes because that's actually a huge inspiration of why we're talking about this. I've been putting my face out in front of people. And I remember the first vlog I put out was a studio tour and I felt dumb. I bring my face Mm -hmm. up from the bottom of the camera and I'm like, Hey, it's mad. I'm back. And now it's like become the <laughs> intro to all my vlogs. Uh-huh. I'm like, Hey, it's mad. And, great. uh, it's the way I, it came from the way I answered the phone. Hey, it's Matt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, w- what we found was like, people would phone me to book me for their wedding and they'd be like, Oh yeah, I saw this video you made. And yeah, I really liked what you thought your opinion on this and that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like the, the type of clients we were getting mm-hmm. that we didn't know, were as good as people we would get referred or if mm-hmm. people would, you know, people were right because they're trusting you. They're trusting you because they're seeing you they're seeing you put yourself out there, right? Yeah, and doing I something would, different and uncomfortable. I would and literally that. This happened a few times. Um a couple would come meet me for the first time mm-hmm. in the studio and they would be like this happened two times for sure. I think three. Anyway, the, the one time I'm thinking about was like the girls like Oh, it feels like I'm meeting someone famous. Oh, like, what? Yeah, I'm not joking. This is true. I remember she was sitting in my, her name is Becky. Um, her wedding um, is for this year. Anyway, she, she watched all my videos on YouTube. That's so great. Because we post all our vlogs on YouTube and Facebook. And she watched them all on YouTube. She watched one, which led to another. And before mm-hmm. you know it, she's watched a ton of stuff with me. And mm-hmm. she feels like she knows me. Mm-hmm. And She trusts you. You know, like one of my videos has like 32,000 views on Facebook. Like, you know, if, if being in the market and networking is like so important, now I'm making mm-hmm. a video where I can network with people as good as in person, tell mm-hmm. really good stories, 
probably even get more of their attention than in like a formal or a normal. Well, especially nap. now with COVID, right? Everybody's on their online because what else are you going to do? Yeah. And now I'm getting these qualified customers who are like, like they see me as the only option. The only question is like, are you available? And, mm-hmm. you know, what a good problem for me to have. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's not easy to do, but it's like, like it's a lot of effort, but it's like also I'm the CEO of my company, so I should be the one doing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I have a note on here. Whose job is it to be the face? And I think it should be the CEO of your company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a small company of one, you are the CEO. Mm-hmm. You should do it. Sorry, you. if you want to grow, you should do it. Mm-hmm. But, that's, uh, I think that's a good dis- distinction. Is if you want if you want to grow and and I think too with photography you know everybody has different styles let's say um, you look at one photo and you know it's it's mats um, and I think you know people can like the your art and the way you you shoot but I think they also have to spend the day with you and I think they have to trust you. And they have to be vulnerable in front of you. And so if you can do that, if you can prove that to them and show that to them before they even meet you, you're going to be able to sell your service way easier. Same yeah. same with an event planner. You know, when I was in the industry, same thing. People would often know me before we'd ever meet. And, and I didn't do a lot of, you know, the Insta stories and it just wasn't a huge part of, maybe it would have been if I still was doing it. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) um, anyway, uh, but they, but because of the referrals, because of my past clients, they would, they would know me and trust me and they would say, Oh yeah, my friend said you said this, or you did this. And and then this happened. And then this was so great. And, you know, I wouldn't even remember what they're talking about, but they already know they, they feel like they know me. And so it was just an easy, easy sell. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah like, so. The, and the truth of it is, like, you don't, you don't have to do this, but people are starting to, and mm-hmm. it's giving results, like, like, the results of it are just incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen that personally, and that's kind of where Studio D is headed as a brand, is, like, we're going to help, like, our whole mission has been, like, uh, we see things differently, we're Studio D. It's like, bleh, it's blame. Into, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not lame. It's just like, it doesn't solve not a problem. Special. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, we're really good at photos, photography. <laughs> We've switched it into like, we're going to make you famous in your market and help you build an audience that matters. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, using story. And it's mm-hmm. like, people connect with you. Like people connect with real people. That's why people love Jillian Harris. Like. Mm-hmm. she's a she's a great example of a personal brand um mm-hmm. but you can be your own personal brand for your own company you can be your own influencer and mm-hmm. uh, you don't need a million followers you can pay money to facebook and and youtube and put videos mm-hmm. out there that people can watch any day anytime be in the market mm-hmm. show something help people get them to trust you and like earning their trust mm-hmm. and uh yeah so how to make yourself famous the trick is just tell real stories Film everything you do. Like if you do a public talk, film it, put it online. Do mm-hmm. those things. Create the buzz. And uh, don't wait for someone else to invite you on stage. Like do it yourself. So maybe it's just like instant Insta stories on on uh, um, Instagram. 
though I'd recommend something more permanent, you know, Instagram stories disappear. Mm. Um, rather make invest in like real videos and they can be just with your phone. Um, but put them on a place where they stick around. Maybe you go live once a week on Facebook for a show. You make your own show. Maybe you do what Molly and I do and make a podcast for, you know, let's say you were the owner of, of uh, Wilson's greenhouse or what's the other one? Dutch, Dutch growers, Dutch Dutch growers. growers. Yeah. Make a podcast on planting. If people are Mm -hmm. interested in it, man, they will eat it up. No, here's how you prep your, here's how you refresh your, revive your winter dirt. And it's like, I didn't even know I had to do that. Great. Now (laughs) they know, and they only need this, you know, and they they trust you and they're going to go buy the dirt from, from you. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) anyway, it's great advice. I, I love it. I, I, um, I wish you were here cause we could practice this on you. I know we well, were just we starting were, to, we were just starting. That's the, that's the whole thing that's frustrating is like when I was speaking at that international women's day, um, I was, I was on that panel. Do you remember you came and you took video and photos of me? Do you remember that? I remember photographing you. Did I film uh, it too? At the university? I, I don't know. And then I, I was at that, um, Oh man, I'm forgetting the name of it. Anyway, you, you follow, you came to a couple of things and you helped me with that. And, um, it was, I felt like we were just getting started and like my mentorship classes, you were filming that and putting it online and, and, and then I moved (laughs) and the rest is history. So, okay, Matt, we're not done. We're gonna, we're gonna do something. I know we are. This, this is, is maybe, one of the, maybe this the many is it. things. So if you want to sponsor no, it's not, it's sponsorship not, yeah. opportunities, um, just <laughs> message us on Instagram, the Matt and Molly show. Um, yeah, we hit a lot of listeners every week. Like, I don't know the exact number, but it's like a tens. lot. We have tens, tens of yeah. listeners. Tens of listeners. Um, I think, I think <laughs> Before the Death Settles is going to sponsor this podcast or the next uh, one. molly was telling me i have three shows i'm in i have my own podcast matt ramage tv i have this podcast the matt and molly show with molly and then i have one with my friend dustin called before the dust settles they're all sort of slightly different formats and molly's telling me before we started recording you need to uh have sponsored breaks where you where you where you uh mention your other shows so <laughs> one day. So here, yeah, one day. Okay, one day. let's do it. Let's one do it. Day. Okay. You want a cool? You want a cool podcast for? <laughs> wait, wait. I'm gonna practice my Start. my sales Start pitch again. right now. Okay. Make Hi. sure you have a good good voice though. Hey, Matt here. Are you a professional creative looking to grow your business and your skill? If so. That's the problem is I don't actually have a way for you to connect. I can't. I can't. You're like, you're like whispering into the thing and your, your you, quarantine beard is, it's just too much. It's too much. I can't. <laughs> creeping me out. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a poor way to set up for that. Go to Matt Ravage TV on uh, Apple podcasts and you can find it there. So terrible, terrible ad. I, I'm terrible. No, okay. You know what? The Matt no. and Molly show is actually the one that's best set up with a, mm-hmm. a place you can contact, which is Instagram. It's like a one place to contact and connect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. also people are loving those little squares we put out with the, uh, are they wave, the waveform on the bottom? I yeah. had someone like, how'd you do that? What app is that? I'm like, really? 
I was like, I manually make those in After Effects, which is like a professional <laughs> uh, graphics program. Like, not I that love I, that I, I just I just talk on the show and then you make it all happen. <laughs> yeah, the, the last one was Leave Like a Dad that I made. To, uh, so I don't think I. Brent said to me the other day, he's like, oh, looks like you're leaving like a mom. <laughs> I don't think he loved that I said leave like a dad. He is a fantastic dad and does not leave like a dad. No one's he questioning that. No one's questioning okay. that. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, okay. that's fun, Molly. We will uh, chat soon. Okay. Peace.